0: Good morning, Michiana. Welcome to a new wake up podcast this morning to get you going with news from all of our staff here at News Source 1 Michiana. Let's get on with the news.
1: NBC News Radio. I'm Trey Thomas. Los Angeles County is being ordered to pay Kobe Bryant's widow, Vanessa, $16 million over photos of the 2020 helicopter crash that killed the NBA star, their daughter, and seven others. Supporters gathered outside the courthouse.
2: We love you, Vanessa, Jessica, Kobe, and your baby.
1: A federal jury unanimously agreed that first responders invaded Bryant's privacy and caused her emotional distress by sharing photos of victims' remains, including those of her husband and daughter Gigi. Republicans are angry over President Biden's cancellation of some student loan debt. Senator John Thune of South Dakota believes there's only one reason Biden did this. This is a huge uh, attempt by Democrats to try and, in a very transparent way, uh, get votes of younger people going into the midterm elections. Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell called it student loan socialism. The Justice Department is releasing former Attorney General William Barr's unedited memo regarding his decision to not charge Donald Trump with obstructing the Russia probe. The unredacted memo was released Wednesday as part of a lawsuit over public records tied to special counsel Robert Mueller's probe of Russian interference in the 2016 election. In the nine-page memo, Barr reportedly concludes that then-President Trump couldn't be charged with obstruction because there was no conspiracy between his campaign and Russia. Amazon is shutting down its virtual and in home healthcare service, Amazon Care, by the end of this year. The company is citing issues with the program's ability to connect with larger companies and more customers. You're listening to NBC News Radio.
3: Detailed forecast today a 10% chance of showers and thunderstorms after 4 p.m. Partly sunny, with a high near 83. Southwest wind 5 to 10 miles per hour. Tonight a 40% chance of showers and thunderstorms, mainly before 3 a.m. Mostly cloudy, with a low around 64. South wind around 5 mph becoming west after midnight. Friday a 10% chance of showers before 8 a.m. Partly sunny, with a high near 79. North wind 5 to 10 mph. Friday night mostly clear, with a low around 58. North wind 5 to 10 mph becoming light and variable after midnight. Saturday sunny, with a high near 82. Southeast wind 5 to 10 mph. Saturday night partly cloudy, with a low around 61. Sunday a 20% chance of showers and thunderstorms after 2 pm. Partly sunny, with a high near 86.
2: And don't forget the Art Walk is this Thursday. What kind of doggos will we see out for a walkie? Dog days of summer. Next Art Walk, Thursday, August 25th at 5 to 8 p.m. downtown Elkhart. Featured sponsors are Humane Society of Elkhart County and the Pet Refuge. Calling all fur babies. We're having a pooch party. Dog going and you're all invited. Bring your dogs, doggos, bubba's. And Sweetums, downtown Elkhart for a pet friendly experience with special vendors just for your pups. Well crafted quote unquote artisan market on Civic Plaza featuring tons of local artists and community organizations. Free concert from Rhymer Education or Rhymer Educator, sorry, 6 p.m. on the Civic Green Stage. The Learner on the Lawn series presented by friends of the Learner and the Rector. Rex of Alice A. Martin Foundation. Special art walk sales, musicians, and activities throughout downtown stores and restaurants. That's this Thursday, August 25th from 5 to 8 p.m. downtown Elkhart. Bring your doggies. This is some
4: exciting news brought to us by the Interurban Trolley of Elkhart. The interurban trolley is offering free rides to students in kindergarten through twelfth grade for this school year, for the year of twenty twenty two through twenty twenty three. To get a free ride on any of the trolley's fixed routes, including the yellow line, you must show your student identification card when boarding the bus. If you live in Oak you can take the red line. will get you to P. Moran The green line will get you to West Side. And Alcart High. Yellow line will get you close to Mary Daly as well as Westside and goes as far as Meshawaka. Orange line will get you to the freshman division. Blue line can get you to Bearsley, close to Bearsley, as also Oslo, Mary Feaser, close to Mary Feaser, and Northside. Those are the L-Cart routes that you can take in L-Cart. And for free. So all of those who are in that two-mile walk zone, depending on how you want to get up, you can just hop on that trolley and ride all over town for free. Don't be ashamed to ride on that trolley all over town for free. I ride the trolley everywhere. And it is very convenient. I try to leave my house an hour early before I go to anything. I start work at 10 five, and so if I start at 10 5, I'm gonna leave my house at 9 o'clock to get to work on time. They start at 5 o'clock downtown at the courthouse and they run all of it 8 o'clock, Monday through Friday. And so depending where you're at, you can hop on a trolley, you can carpool, but don't be ashamed to get on that trolley if you need a way to school. It's a lot safer than having to walk two miles every which direction. Once again, Blue line will get you to the following schools are close to Bearsley, Oslo, Mary Feaser, and Northside. Orange line will get you to the freshman division. For Elkhart. Green line is Mary. Yes. Green line is Mary Daly, Westside and Elkhart High. Red line is Payne Moran. Yellow line Is Mary Daly and close to Westside. Be sure to take advantage of this free ride for students during this upcoming school year. Good evening, good afternoon, wherever you're listening to, and perhaps it's good morning, depending on where you're listening to. Today's devotional is talking about blessings. We are blessed with 355 blessings a year. That means there is something good to look forward in every day. The biggest blessing is that once we wake up, we are alive, that's a good blessing. We have other blessings. We have, majority of us have food, clothes, that's how this alive, but others don't. But when we look at our blessings, and we count every blessing. There's nothing worth more. There's so many blessings out there. Most of us know that the Lord and Savior is with us. And some of us are still on that journey. But hopefully soon we will get to that journey. Of being with our Lord and Savior. And accepting Him into our hearts. But have you ever took the time to count every blessing you have during the day I know for me when I go to work. I get blessings every day. I get a blessing by seeing the kids' smiling faces, the ones who are saying please and thank you. I have some that run to me when they're hurting. Just today, I had a kid that had a meltdown at work, and he was having it. I haven't seen him for a while, and I said, I haven't seen you for a while. Have you been? And he quickly runs up to me and calming him down, reassuring him that we will get what he wants. And he's all upset because he, he doesn't have a car to eat his, his lunch with. Well, after me talking to him, I explained to him that we will get your lunch. You're going to eat. He's going to eat. And make sure he gets it. So I took a little hand. And he's not letting go. He's just not budging. He's not going to budge at all. But then his, the teacher comes up and gives him back his card. And so this kid is high meltdown because he can't have his car. Further on my him line up. He's had meltdown again because he has again line, so he just throws his stuff on the floor. Sometimes it's okay to have meltdowns in life. But the biggest blessing out of the story is that this kid hasn't known me. Just we're just shy over two weeks in school. Two and a half about we're not even two full weeks in school yet. Almost. And he's already found a friend and somebody he doesn't even know. And so sometimes Our blessings are in disguise. You could be blessed by someone singing. You could be blessed by someone bringing you a meal over. Or a hospital visit. Or a phone call. Or even doing a scripture verse. Whatever the blessing is. If you count your blessings every day for a whole year. You probably would come up 365 blessings. We don't know when it's our time to go. But our biggest blessing. As soon as you wake up. Thank you, Jesus. That is a blessing. Thank you for waking my family up. Thank you for making my friends up. Everybody that you meet on the streets, that's a blessing because each one of them are alive and well. They may be suffering on the inside, but they're alive and well. They're doing doing fantastic. Even though they're hurting. So make sure you count every blessing. In just a few moments, you will hear the song. Counting every blessing. And there are so much blessings that we have. We all have 365 blessings that we can go through. It may be a struggle, but like I said, the first blessing that everyone has is thank you, Lord, for waking me up today. Thank you, Lord, for giving me food to eat. Thank you, Lord, for giving me thirst, water, pop, milk, whatever you drink. But we all know our blessing, for our blessing, is to reach the homeland of our Lord and Jesus. I pray that everybody out there will be able to reach Jesus in heaven someday. But there is a slim chance that some of you are not quite ready to go there. And you're just gonna go into the fiery furnace. But maybe in the fiery furnace you decide you need Jesus and he just lifts you on up and you enter his home, his glory land. How many times have you been blessed today? Take care. And have a wonderful night. Oh, we are back again with the small shops. Here today we're gonna to represent Mishawaka, Indiana, Napanee, Indiana, as well as Niles, Michigan for Mishawaka. You can check out Co Studio and Gift Shop located at 220 East Mishawaka Avenue. And you can contact them at 574-303-8820. And you can also look them up at indianarugco.com. We also have the 10,000 Villages over Mishawaka at Centennial Place located at 214 Cleveland Road. You can look them up at 10,000villages.com the phone number of 574-277-4900. And rounding off the list for Mishawaka, we have Practically Perfect. And they are located at 2346 Miracle Lane. And you can contact them at 574-855-6806. Heading over to Napanee, you can check out Key Boutique located at 111 South Main Street in downtown Napanee. And it look. You can look them up at shopkeyboutique.com with the phone number 574-773-0100. You can head over to Aria's Antique Boutique, Antique Boutique located at 101 1⁄2 West Market Street in Napanee. You can also check out shop areas.com. that is shop A-R-I-A-S a-T-T-I-C dot com with a phone number of 574-221-0303. And rounding off Napanee, Indiana will be Dutch Lady Antiques located at 401 East Market Street, Suits 2A. You can also look them up at copscommons.com that is C-O-P-P-E-S commons.com and they, are, they have a little mall in that area so there's a bunch of a little shops located where Dutch ladies and they're located at and you can give them a call at 574-350-0471 and we're going to jump over to Niles Michigan you can check at Niles Styles and that's located at 224 East Main Street and the phone number for them is 269-684-8484 and you can also head over to the website at NilesStyles.com and rounding out Niles Michigan is Timeless Treasures, LLC. And that is located at 2515 South 11th Street, Suite B. And the number for them is 269-340-5260. Hope you enjoy some of these small shops in the heart of Mishawaka, Napanee, and Niles, Michigan. Be sure to check out all the small businesses. I'm pretty sure there's plenty more going around. But take care and hope you enjoy some of these small businesses located throughout Indiana and Michigan.
5: Solar energy is growing fast in Indiana, which bodes well for clean energy as a whole in the state. Indiana ranks third among states in terms of solar power in development, with more than 6,000 megawatts set to come online, according to the American Clean Power Association. But Jeff Danielson with the Clean Grid Alliance says solar is just one part of the story. He says the state also has been a leader in wind power and has the potential to attract investment in battery storage.
6: You've got all the ingredients for Indiana to be a leader in the country in clean energy, and that's why I think it's apropos to describe Indiana as the crossroads of clean energy in America right now.
5: Indiana also ranks third in the nation for coal consumption, but Danielson says state leaders have made a purposeful turn toward clean energy and deserve credit for its leading status in solar development. He also notes the Midwest energy economy overall is poised to get a boost from a number of measures passed in Congress, including the Inflation Reduction Act and last year's infrastructure bill. Danielson says solar has advantages for farmers who host projects as well. He notes that runs counter to the way coal plants have operated, where they're often sited on the edge of town.
6: Our companies have a business-to-business value-added agriculture relationship with the landowners for the length of the leases, 20 to 30 years.
5: Danielson says the biggest challenge is that the electric grid in the Midwest is fragmented. However, he says the Mid-Continent Independent System Operator, which is headquartered in Indiana, will play an important role in meeting this challenge going forward.
6: We're going to have to connect our Midwest clean energy economies through the grid transmission, just like we connected Midwest economies with the interstate highway system under Eisenhower's leadership.
5: He adds that connecting the grid could create economic opportunities for the region in a similar fashion to highways. For Indiana News Service, I'm Eric Tegedoff. Find our eight trust indicators to support transparency and accuracy at publicnewsservice.org.
7: Now that the Inflation Reduction Act is law, many states are looking to begin work on bringing their climate goals to fruition. In the last decade, Michigan has seen rapid increases in flooding and other drastic weather events as well. According to the National Centers for Environmental Information, Michigan's declining ice cover could result in greater shoreline erosion, making the state vulnerable to greater flooding. Gary Schlack, an Allen Park City Council member, feels a climate emergency needs to be declared, on top of the money from the new law. But he recognizes political fights over climate change are detracting from accomplishing certain climate-oriented goals.
8: We only have
6: so much time, and as stewards of our planet, we have to react now and not continue letting the other side drive our language. And if we continue to do so, we'll just move a step back, and fossil fuels will take advantage of that. When you have the momentum, use it.
7: Although Allen Park is early in working on climate efforts, Schlack is hoping to bring other green initiatives to life. As the liaison for Allen Park's Downtown Development Authority, he has suggested using energy efficient light bulbs within downtown lighting and adding car charging stations across the city. Schlack feels a great deal of educating needs to be done about climate change's effects, not just among the people of Allen Park, but with elected officials throughout the area. However, beyond educating people, Schlack says, there must be action, as one can be useless without the other. Another challenge he's found in getting some green energy policies in motion is getting people to see that investing in green policies is not to their detriment.
6: There are cities that were kind of teetering on in front green, but it's always an investment, and that investment can be hard when there's other things that can seemingly more important and the constant fight of people think that we're gonna raise taxes if we put new incentives going through.
7: He feels there's still a long way to go with the city's green energy policies, but sees a clear path forward with the passage of the Inflation Reduction Act. Vast flooding hit the area in 2019 and charged up Schlack's desire to see more climate change policies passed on a local level. He hopes to keep that same flooding from recurring, at the same levels adding that you shouldn't need an arc to live in allen park i'm edwin j vieira michigan news connection find our eight trust indicators to support transparency and accuracy at publicnewsservice.org
0: get ready folks for labor day weekend Yes, it's that time of the year that we remember the Muscular Dystrophy Association and News Source 1, Michigan on Facebook, is glad to bring you all the memories coming up with great hosts here locally of Jim Felix, Rachel Kleckner, Sylvia Stark, and myself, Keith Thews. We have performers this year. Marty Miles, Sid Ottman, Lisa Marie Nicole and many others coming at you plus wonderful 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 memories from the Jerry Lewis telethon years all for a great cause muscular dystrophy association and give to their website www.mda.com. Dot o-r-g hey we're making a muscle we're making a difference and it's the fifth year that we've been doing this here in Michigan. so get ready we're party starting at about 8 45 on sunday going till 4 30 with jerry singing you'll never walk alone to wrap it up on labor day it's gonna be a blast get ready mda 2022
2: And a quick announcement for you. The Salvation Army is hosting a family night located at 300 North Main Street in downtown Elkhart on September 6th. It's on a starts at 5.30 p.m. Um, their flyer says, join us on Tuesdays for a night full of family fun, helpful skills, and community. Dinner is served at 5.30. Yes, you don't have to cook. You can just come down and eat with us. At 6 p.m. there are groups for everyone, youth groups, guitar, art, archery, and moonbeams, that's three to five years old, and an adult group, a parent small group. You can register before you come, they have a QR code, or you can just register on your first visit. Come down to the Salvation Army on September 6th and celebrate family night with us. I'll be there with my family, I really like that church, it's a really great church, um, They love everybody, and they're looking for new members to join. So come on down.
0: Good afternoon, Chris.
9: Hi. How are you?
0: I'm doing just fine. Welcome to Newsbeat Michiana for our community interview segment. On the line here is Chris Seminario from Ryan's Place. And if you remember last week, um, I was down at the new Mary Olson Park by the Jackson Street martins and that was newly dedicated by the mayor and other dignitaries and i tried to interview chris talking about ryan's place in goshen but because of a lack of signal for at&t and cricket phones uh the interview kind of fell through and so chris was gracious enough to uh, allow a retry on the interview so how's your day going
9: it's going well it's been a very busy out here so
0: all right. And so tell us about the organization of Ryan's place. I'm, I think folks have heard about it but might not know exactly what it is and what it does.
9: Yes, and, and especially with that, Ryan's place is a service that people don't really know about it until something happens. Uh, okay So for my so I am the outreach coordinator here at Ryan's place. Uh, Ryan's place we just turned uh, they just turned 20 years old. Um, wow. yes, and it's named in honor of Ryan Gline, who died in 1992. And, um, so his parents, Rex and Nancy, they were able to find support for themselves, but not for Ryan's younger sibling, Damon. Um, so then that's that concept of Children's Creep Center was something that was not around our area. It was an unmet need identified by the therapist that they were going that it's done in Eunice Munn from Middlebury. So all of them kind of started that movement uh, for Ryan's Place and bringing a children's grief center for the community. And it was founded in 2002. Um, so what we do is so all of our services, all the services for Ryan's Place are free. Um, there are no fees for our families and we have our Monday night program. So our Monday night program, what we do is our families come every other Monday evening. Uh, We host it at Silverwood Mennonite Church in Goshen. And there our families come. We serve dinner for everybody. We serve pizza. And after that, um, groups run from 7 until 8.15. And during that time, we have groups for children, teens, and adults that – everybody goes into separate groups so they go into the children are grouped according to their ages and the adults are grouped according to the death they have experienced so that's one of our main service
0: and Uh, so you provide um you you said you provide grief counseling correct
9: yes so we do grief support groups
0: grief support groups all right and so how many groups do you have currently going on in 2022
9: so right now we have um, quite a few. So we have our, um, so we have our littles group. We go as young as three-year-olds. So it's five-year-olds, wow. uh, first through third, fourth through fifth, uh, middle school group. We have a high school group. Um, for the adult groups, we have um, when, um, if it's called the pilgrims group. So if you had a child die, um, that's a group, a spouse slash partner group, family support suicide bereavement and we have a spanish speaking group that i lead on monday nights Um, so that's our monday night program Um, another one of our services is a lot of our kiddos are not able to come Monday night program just for various reasons. So one of the things that we provide is we go to the schools and we do grief support groups at the schools for those kids that are not able to come and just to build a support system for them within the school so that they get to meet other kids who are also struggling, who are also going through all the, the feelings and emotions that come after someone dies. Um, and so they, they don't feel isolated and they don't feel like they're the only ones who are going through, through all these things.
0: Um, All right. mm -hmm. And so are all of your, uh, grief counselors and, and guidance counselors and, and are they fully certified, you know, have gone through college training in training, uh, like psychological training, emotional training, or are they all volunteers?
9: So a lot of our facilitators, um, they just come from all walks of life. So we train them on how to become facilitators, and all of us are licensed social workers. Um, and a lot of our facilitators, whether clients who are not, facilitators, um, just because they know how it helped them, now they want to be able to give back. Um, retired teachers teachers, retired counselors retired social workers that just want to be able to give back to their community and we just have some people that are just in regular jobs and they want to be able to volunteer their job their time so then we train them on the you know whether it's like a, a clinical part and you know how to just be there with someone how to walk them through this journey and how to just support them because there's really nothing that you can say to make them feel better. It's just being able to listen and giving them the space um, to have all those feelings and emotions that come after someone dies.
0: Sure. And um, on average, how many sessions, let's say somebody dies like a a mom or dad or a close, like a grandma or somebody, how many sessions on average do the, does it take for the kid to go through and, and to, you know, go through this process of, of the levels of grieving.
9: Yeah. And I, and I think it, there is really no set time, you know, everybody has their own, because, you know, we, we think, we have this mentality that we go through these stages and they really, we don't, there are no stages of grieving. We go through all of them at all times, you know, we Uh can either sometimes be in, have be angry another time being denial so we just we call it more like a cyclical part there's no linear we don't we will not get there you know and there's some people that come for a little while and they take a break and then they come back so it's just to know that it's as long as we need it pretty much because grief pretty much you live with that grief um, mm-hmm. something that is not going to go away um it just depends you know some people are able to cope a little bit better you know, so they're like, you know what? I'm feeling a little bit better. I think I'm going to take a little bit of a break. And sometimes when those anniversary dates come, you know, birth dates, those are a little harder. They need more support. They can always come back, too. So there is really no set time um, on how long it takes people just because everybody's different.
0: Sure. Now, do you also do anything as far as with the new suicide uh prevention hotline the 988 I believe it is do you do any type of emergency situations like someone feel like they're having a mental crisis do you go into that department too or just strictly grief
9: so we I mean we do we we really do a lot of um so we have a suicide bereavement support group but since we're not we're not considered those professionally counseling services so we're that peer support group so we don't do any immediate response crisis response unless um, we do have what is called like our crisis support team so if there is a death at a school or at a business we go right away just to support the staff to support the kids as they're not starting to process it right when it happens um, but we don't do anything that is um crisis planning right away um, you know there's a, there's other so many other great agencies um, that can provide that. So we just kind of do, you know, Ryan's place is there uh, whenever everybody's already kind of going back to their normal lives and going back to work and people are not bringing those cast bring people are not calling as much right after the death. You know, they need that extra support. So then that's when we can be there for the for everybody who are experiencing the death. All right.
0: And so folks are wanting to get in contact with you as we wrap up the uh, interview. And I appreciate your willingness to, uh, to do the retake on this. Um, where is the May, uh, Mennonite Church at that you're meeting at? And um, what's your best contact number?
9: Yes. Yeah, so we meet at Silverwood Mennonite Church in Goshen. 1745 West Lincoln Avenue in Goshen. Um, and for anybody that wants to join our groups, we, we would like to do an in- intake entails. It's just general information about the family, about the person who died, and just kind of how things are going. So we would need to get a little bit more information before they come to group, and they can always give us a call. Our phone number is 574-535-1000. All
0: right. And could you give me that number one more time? So if people didn't have a chance to write it, they could do it again right now.
9: Yes, it's 574-535-1000.
0: All right. And so you're meeting at the church right now. Are there plans to move to a more permanent location?
9: Um. So, So yeah, our groups will be starting actually this coming Monday, August 29th. Um, there is in the works, you know, we, we definitely want to have, um, be able to build our own building, have our own place because we are you know, wanting to add more groups and do more things for our community, for our families. There's definitely a need. So I know that's still in the works and um, that's hoping that that's something that we're hoping to do in the future.
0: All right, sounds good. So thank you so much, Chris, for uh, taking time to to join us here on Newsbeat Michiana with Rachel Gill. And uh, I appreciate your time. And so if, if folks want to find you on Facebook, is there a Facebook group for uh, Ryan's Place in Goshen? Yeah, if,
9: Yep, if you just look for Ryan's Place, we have, we're have. we on Facebook, we're Instagram, we're constantly updating things, you know, for a program night, just even just some encouraging words. Uh, we're always kind of, we're trying to be very active in our social media just to be able to even provide support that way too.
0: All right, sounds good. So we've been speaking to Chris Seminario, from Ryan's Place and learning a lot about this great organization and uh, stick with us in future episodes of Newsbeat Michiana with Rachel Gill. Uh, we'll be bringing you more folks in the community. So you get a chance to uh, learn what's out there in and about Michigan. So thank you so much, Chris, and, and have a wonderful time.
9: Thank you so much. Thank you for having me.
0: Yep. And God bless. Bye. Bye-bye. All right. We'll be back.
8: Nearly 2 million students have left public schools since 2020. This is truth itself. The shocking number comes from Education Next, a nonpartisan research organization. Specifically, researchers found that from 2020 to 2022, enrollment in public schools declined from 81% to 76.5%. Charter school enrollment increased from 5% to 7.2%. Private school enrollment increased from 8% to 9.7%. And homeschooling rose from 6% to 6.6%. Although appearing to be a significant drop in enrollment, the report did not consider the decline to be severe. Additionally, the researchers found that in November of 2020, public school enrollment had dropped down to 72%, or 4.5 percentage points lower than it is at present. Recently, debates surrounding lockdown measures and controversial curriculum content have led many parents to take their children out of public schools and choose alternatives, like homeschooling or private education. In September of last year, the National Alliance for Public Charter Schools released a report showing that around 1.4 million children had been taken out of public schools based on an analysis of the school districts of 41 states and the District of Columbia. The report stated, There is much to learn from families who made the switch, and perhaps the biggest lesson for everyone is how critically important charter schools are to public education. Truth Itself is brought to you by TrainAPastor.com, where the ministry of Dr. Woodrow Kroll is training untrained pastors around the world who can't afford training. The goal this year is to train 3,000 untrained pastors using Dr. Kroll's 50 years of experience in Bible and theology training, translated in the language these pastors speak. Learn more at trainapastor.com. You can see these stories and more on our website, truthitself.com. Truth Itself, news that impacts your faith, family, and country.
4: Here is another round of good news for the schools. Elkhart Community Schools has partnered with eFocus to create a district-wide map locations of free Wi-Fi for student access outside of school hours. The Elkhart Open Wi-Fi Map is an interactive tool that provides location, days of the week, and hours of operation for over 100 locations <clears throat> in Elkhart that provide free access. These will include libraries, coffee shops, restaurants, parks, and community centers. For more information, you can log on to the ECS Technology page on the Algaric Community Schools website and look for internet slash internet connectivity for more information. Something new? Coming up, October 1st, in downtown Elkhart from, on Central Green from noon to 8 will be the first Hispanic Heritage Festival, celebrating our sister city Apan, Hago and Mexico. They are currently accepting artisan vendors for the festival. For more information, you can contact Sherry Krask at 574-295-7275 or Shoot her email at sherry at coei dot org. That is sherry dot k r a s k at coei dot org. And that will take place on October first in downtown Elkhart at Central Green.
2: And from the Elkhart County Sheriff's Office, we want to thank our friends at Fawn River Trucking, LLC, for donating Guardian Angel lights for our canines. These wearable safety lights help increase visibility up to five miles. We appreciate the support of Brendan Mahafa and the team at Fawn River Trucking. And the dogs look pretty comfortable with them on. As a matter of fact, check out the Facebook page on uh, Elkhart County Sheriff's Office.
10: Happy Monday to you. I'm Pastor Joel of Heart City Church. Let's spend five minutes with Jesus. Let's become happy and whole in Him. Most folks know who Jesus is. He is God come in our flesh, born of the Virgin Mary. Most know what Jesus did. He died on the cross to take away our sin and shame, and He conquered death so we could have resurrection life by believing in Him. Most know Jesus' person, and Jesus' work, knowledge that is important and necessary. I have a shelf full of books on these subjects, I have preached these truths, and I will continue to for as long as God allows. But I have found that this is not enough for folks to be happy and whole in this life. I know folks who are weary, who are cynical, feel deep shame, who understand what God has done in Jesus, but are left feeling that God is disappointed with us all our current 2020 plague and negativity has heightened such thoughts. The purpose of this daily five minutes is to take us deeper into who Jesus is, to know his heart for those who are depressed, feeling taxed, weary, abandoned, and frustrated. Jesus tells us in Matthew 11:28 28 and 29, Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me for I am gentle and humble in heart and you will find rest for your souls for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Do you hear that amazing invitation? An invitation that tells you to come closer than just bare facts about him. Jesus says, partner your life with me and let me teach you because here is who I am at the core of my being. I am gentle and humble in heart. I am understanding. I am accessible. Here's encouragement to come and invest your life in Him so that you might flourish. That is what happy and whole is all about, cultivating a deeper relationship with Jesus, which can only happen by spending time and learning from Him, enjoying His daily presence. I have a wife who I could tell you a lot about. Her hair color, her eyes, her schooling, favorite foods, routine. She could tell you my age, my height, my jobs, things I'm good at, things I like to think I'm good at, all kinds of things. But when we look at each other while sitting on a blanket at McNaughton Park, that understanding gaze in it contains nearly two decades of ups and downs, memories of tears and laughter, late night conversations, songs we listen to on road trips, shared hardships, the specialness of this favorite spot which is not ours, but it is. And the certainty that a journey ahead will be something we'll face together come what may. Is there any bare facts that get at that knowing gaze? That can communicate how we feel for each other as we look at one another? Our hearts for each other? So it should be with Jesus, but far more. Because we were created for him which is why he came to earth and he holds forth a yoke and his heart to invite us back to discover the realness and deepness of his heart greater than any earthly one. Now, a problem comes because we find Jesus' words as words on a page, read or preached. We did not stand in that crowd of original hearers nearly 2,000 years ago when he offered that invitation. And Jesus is not going to physically stand out in Elkhart Civic Center. Because he has entered glory, the age to come, he is enthroned in heaven. We get his invitations in words of ink, while having a vision in our minds of Jesus in glory. On the face, it seems like getting a postcard from someone who's on a wonderful beach, who is thinking of you with affection, wants you to experience that joy with him. And he says, let's do life together, at your home, at your work, in your car. How can I do that, Jesus, when you seem so far away from me? This is what the disciples were wondering as Jesus was telling them he was about to go away. Jesus says in John 14, 16, I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate to come, with help you, and to be with you forever. I will not leave you as orphans. I will come to you. Jesus says you will not live your lives on earth as orphans. And he introduces us to the Holy Spirit. He calls the Spirit the Advocate, or it could be translated Helper or Comforter. The word in Greek is paraclete. That prefix para, we hear that in paralegal, paramedic. Basically it means to come alongside. The Spirit is sent from heaven to come alongside us in life, to be our Comforter. And don't simply think of a warm blanket, do you hear the word fort in there? The Spirit comes to give you strength, and more He unites us to Jesus Christ. Sweeping us into his very heart. This week we're going to learn about how Jesus draws closer to us now than he ever could have while walking the earth because he sent us the Spirit. And you know his presence anytime you feel a tug on your heart to Jesus. So pay attention to the Spirit of Christ at work today. Remember who you are and who you belong to. Heavenly Father, we thank you that in love you sent Jesus. And in love you have sent the Spirit to unite us to your Son. Forgive us for the times we ignore the gospel and grieve the spirit that you sent to seal our hearts. Help us this day to experience the joy of belonging to Christ and to better know his heart. Amen.
11: Welcome to 2022 Talks, where we're following our democracy in historic times.
8: I made a commitment that would provide student debt relief, and I'm honoring that commitment today.
11: President Joe Biden announced $10,000 in student loan forgiveness for borrowers earning less than $125,000 annually and up to $20,000 for Pell Grant recipients. Missouri Republican Senator Roy Blunt called it a handout.
8: The top 40% of American households hold 60% of the student loans. The bottom 40% have less than 20% of the student loans. Maybe we should be talking about the bottom 40% of incomes, not essentially the top 40%.
11: An analysis from the nonpartisan Penn-Wharton budget model estimates the plan will cost $300 to $980 billion over 10 years. The president, however, argues it's reasonable and fair.
8: It focuses the benefit on middle-class and working families. It helps both current and future borrowers and will fix a badly broken system.
11: Biden also extended the current freeze on federal student loan repayments. The most intense stretch of the 2022 primary season ended Tuesday, While Republicans predict a landslide in November, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi says Democrats have reason for hope. She pointed to New York, where Ulster County Executive Pat Ryan defeated his Republican counterpart in a special election.
12: We had a big victory. People were stunned by the fact that in a district that was not supposed to go Democratic, that it did.
11: Also in New York, Representative Jerry Nadler beat out Representative Carolyn Maloney for the Democratic nomination in the state's new 12th congressional district, and Attorney Dan Goldman who worked on former President Donald Trump's first impeachment, narrowly beat a handful of more progressive rivals for a congressional seat. In GOP races, Trump-backed Florida Congressman Matt Gaetz defended his seat against former FedEx executive Mark Lombardo. And in Oklahoma's Republican primary runoff election for U.S. Senate, Congressman Mark Wayne Mullen defeated banking executive T.W. Shannon. There are four state primaries remaining before the November 8th general election, Massachusetts on September 6th, and Delaware, New Hampshire, and Rhode Island on September 13th. Texas abortion trigger law goes into effect today. Elizabeth Sepper, a law professor at the University of Texas at Austin, explains it toughens the punishment for those performing an illegal abortion except in cases where the mother's life is in danger.
13: But the Texas homicide statute defines an individual and causing the death of an individual. An individual is an unborn child from a fertilized egg onward. So people can face liability under a penal statute, even if they are not the ones who perform an abortion.
11: Meanwhile, a federal judge in Texas on Tuesday blocked federal guidance requiring hospitals to provide emergency abortions to women, regardless of state bans. The judge ruled it went beyond the text of a related federal law, It ignores the provisions stating the health of the fetus must be considered. I'm Mary Sherman for Pacifica Network and Public News Service. Find RE-Trust indicators to support transparency and accuracy at publicnewsservice.org. Hey
14: everybody, Marty Miles here. It's August of 2022 already, and in just a few weeks, on the 27th, there's a worldwide event taking place called Play Music on the Porch Day. And this is a day that's been set aside for just the purpose of musicians getting together to play music and people to join them who wanna to listen to listen to the music for only one purpose. And that purpose is to enjoy playing and listening to music together. No gigs, no money involved, any, any of that. And I'm gonna be hosting a songwriter's round or a uh, musician's round rather In my backyard and I'm pretty excited about that in the meantime I've been working on a new song and I just finished it and I thought this would be a good place to debut my new song you're hearing it here first it's called remember the future They're washing down graves. See how things we crave, see how things we crave often yield a treasure that the soul cannot save. Feel the hearts of stone. Feel their hearts of stone as they tumble down upon us, making dust from the bone. Raise our eyes to the sky and give ear to the wind. Remember the future, let the healing begin. Raise our eyes. Gone blind, is there sap for the sightless and a wheel to rewind? Is the building on sand? Is our building on sand? Are we too late for turning to survive our own hand? Raise our eyes to the sky and give ear to the wind. Remember the future. Remember the future Let the cheer
5: From Feature Story News in the UK, I'm John Beaver. China is rolling out massive economic stimulus measures worth almost US$150 billion. The German cabinet has signed off a raft of new COVID-19 rules in preparation for the winter. And Japan's prime minister has pledged to clear up his party's links with the Unification Church after it became a focus of police investigations into the assassination of former prime minister Shinzo Abe.
2: And from Parade.com, our weird facts today. This is amazingly weird. On the list number 21, the NYPD had a police officer follow Andre the Giant, the wrestler, whenever he went out drinking. This was to make sure he didn't get drunk and fall on anyone. Can you believe that? Oh my goodness. Another weird fact, but probably more common than we think of is number 28 on the list. Without saliva, humans are unable to taste food. i tell you with the COVID, I couldn't taste anything either. Sometimes
4: kids and teenagers need a little advice of how to treat others. So with these next two little segments, first you will hear of a kid who is telling everybody it doesn't matter what you look like or what you wear, it's a knowledge that counts. And he looks like he's approximately a ten year old maybe, eleven year old. And he's the people are my guess is he's gotten made fun of at some point. And so you want people to know it does not matter what you look like, it doesn't matter what brand of shoes you're wearing, what brand of clothes you're wearing. You all it should matter is what your knowledge is. And another one is a teacher who is trying to tell her students how not to make friends. But she twists it around. She wants everyone to be friends, whether or not you like somebody or not. You can be friends with somebody, but you're not going to like them. We can learn a lot from kids these days, young people, as ways that we can relate to others. And adults are like this too. Adults can be very judgmental. They can be very judgmental. They can judge others. They can make fun of others because they don't have the nicest clothes what whatnot. But we're all unique. And so as you're listening to what this kid is telling and the teacher is telling these kids, you're gonna see here's something powerful. It should not matter what we're wearing, what brand of clothes we have. We all should be able to love each other just the way that we are. When kids hit middle school age, these are 12 year olds, she's talking about 12 year olds. That's when the pressure hits. And so she wants everybody to know that today is a new day, a new beginning. And so every once in a while, we have to stop and think, can we be like the mindset of a kid And can we show love to everyone around us, even if we don't like them?
12: You know, I told the kid, it's not about what I have on my feet, it's about what I have inside my head.
4: This next video is from a middle school and she is trying to teach her kids, the teenagers, how not to be someone's friend. But she actually has a lesson behind it. And so she's helping them out by figuring out ways that you cannot be someone's friend. But in reality, she wants you to be their friend. Take a listen.
13: All right, today I'm gonna teach you how to not be someone's friend. In middle school, a lot of times we get all caught up in how to be someone's friend, but no one ever teaches us how to treat others that we really don't want to be super close with, but we still have to exist with. Middle school is a public setting, so that means everyone has a right to be here. So here are the basic ground rules for if you're taking space from someone or they're just straight up not your cup of tea, these are the rules. You're not allowed to convince others not to like them. That is being a bully. Others are allowed to have their own opinion of everyone in this room and everyone in this school, and we don't need to recruit people to our team because that'll end up making that person feel really left out. Next, we're not allowed to give the silent treatment to, leave out, make fun of, isolate anybody that we don't want to be our friend because it's only going to make the situation much, much worse. And if you isolate people, you're just inviting a lot of negative energy into your world. You're gonna feel awkward about it, they're gonna feel angry or bad about it, and you don't need that negative, negative energy in your life just because they're not your cup of tea. And last, no one person in this room is more important than another person in this room. So every single person, regardless of who they are, will have the right to be treated with kindness, compassion and empathy. But, you're 12. So, you guys think you've probably been pretty bad at giving people respectable space in the past, and that's fair. When I was in middle school, I was a bully, and I was bullied. I'm sure a lot of you have received both ends of that spectrum. However, it's important that you learn and grow from your mistakes so that you don't keep making them. So, if you were bad at creating space with people respectfully in the past, let's take a deep breath and let it go. Breathe in. Breathe out for five, four, three, two, one. And remember that today is a new day with a new opportunity to make your world a better place to be. That's right. And if you brought any stressors, depressors, or anxieties in with you today, I want you to let them know that you'll be with them later. And just throw them out the door or throw them out the window because all you have to worry about right now is science. And it's not going to be that bad. Good
0: job. Thank you for listening to the podcast this morning. We're going to be doing these morning podcasts on a trial basis and see how things go as we get you going throughout your morning. If you want to hear more of these awesome news stories, go to our other podcast, of Michiana 101 and Newsbeat Michiana. Michiana 101 posts uh, three times a week through Sylvia Stark and Newsbeat Michiana posts every evening at the early part of the evening on here on Facebook through Anchor and your other podcast enjoyments. Until tomorrow, I wish you the best. May God bless you and keep you May his face shine upon you and give you peace. He wants to be your Lord and Savior. Accept him. Let him enter your heart and you will have new, fresh life and life eternal. Good day, everybody.